Well, hello, friends, and welcome to the Monday Show 42. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, how's this week treating you so far? Uh, it's been hectic starting, but everything's evening out. Uh, no more flooding sinks, no more flooding closets, and uh, I'm actually here, so that's, that's a good thing, so... Yeah, yeah. So uh, in case you all didn't catch it, Virtual Strangers 62 did not go off yesterday as planned. Uh, and it's because my buddy Roots here had a little bit of an emergency, huh? Yeah, it was a nightmare, man. It, like I was just telling you before we started it, literally, I was getting ready for the show. I had everything ready. And then my, my roommate sent me a picture of uh, the light fixture downstairs saying, hey, this is dripping. And then my the rest of my day was was taken up, and uh, it's one of those things where everything is going normal in your life, and then everything gets flipped upside down for about half a day, and uh, it felt bad too because I was also supposed to do the first episode of that show with Skiva and Anthony, so we're gonna have to do that next week instead, uh, talking about UFOs and aliens. So that'll be an interesting. Uh, I've never talked about a podcast that wasn't virtual virtual reality, so it'll be it'll be cool. Yeah, man. Uh, I just happened to catch that through Anthony's Twitter. I had no idea this was even a thing, man. It's a complete surprise to me. Yeah, it was a surprise to me, too, because uh, I guess, I, you know, this is how this is my theory, because I, uh, I haven't talked to Anthony about it. I think he had a, a vision, a dream of us three doing a show and saw it was successful and he's running with it. But no, I know that he, we're both, um, Skiva and I are both open to just thinking about that type of stuff and uh and we talked about doing a show back in the day and we'll see how you know uh it goes just doing uh talking about weird stuff so bizarro yeah, yeah absolutely I mean, it'll be fun if nothing else right yeah true true all right so um the uh dripping chandelier is that what you said or light fixture light fixture dripping? yeah and yeah. I, I guess we we're both wearing red i didn't even notice that yeah this is the red monday but yeah, it was. Uh, it's not good when you have to um, drain your light fixture uh, before you do anything, and then uh, move everything out. And like, I don't have. I didn't, I just did everything by hand with towels, man. Just like soaking it up over and over and over until it was good. That's a nightmare. So. Yeah, sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we will continue to truck on. What are we going to do uh, Wednesday? for the makeup show for virtual strangers 62 yeah yeah that'll be good because uh you know we decided you because you actually caught it because it's act the timing this is how it always happens Wes. every time we have to we have a delayed show or something you know somehow some way it benefits us and it's going to give us the uh the um upload vr showcase to talk about as well as what just came out this last week so it should be a pretty good show yeah, it should be a banger, man, because uh, we had a, a good show ready to go yesterday, and now we get this upload stuff on top of it, and uh, man, they're really hyping it up. They're, they're doing a good job with promotion. I don't know if you've caught any of it, but they're, they came out today with all these teasers saying, now VR gets it to gets its turn and uh mm. i'm pretty i'm pretty pumped for it no i didn't but that makes me pumped for it and you know what i'm also i pumped for i wasn't even ta thinking about talking about this but somebody mentioned in the uh, chat before we started about the the star wars the rogue squadron so i actually for the first time went and watched the trailer and i was like i'm not you know like me uh, the whole political correctness has ruined star wars for the most part for me but man i it looks so good. I was like giddy. I was like, oh my God, like it's just going to be so huge. And, and it's just one big announcement. Iron Man 
th uh, is what, uh, two and a half weeks away. So, I mean, things are, are getting ready to, to go crazy here. Yeah. Iron Man's two and a half weeks away. Um, the, uh, I always forget its name whenever I, I try to, uh, talk about it on the show for some reason. The, um, from End Dreams, the, uh, stealth game. Oh, the, uh, the, the shooter, right? The, <laughs> I don't know, the kayak. Yeah, yeah the right. kayak stealth game. Somebody please help me out here. Yeah, I'm having I a blank as like well. I feel like a dunce right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's coming soon. Yeah, it's coming in in two weeks, dude, or, wow. or even less than that now, like a week and a half. That's crazy. Uh, until it gets released, and uh, that's probably I'm looking forward to that one just as much as as Iron Man. You know what I'm looking forward to the most about that game dropping is everybody that's been naysayers eating it. You know what Thank I mean? Thank you. Like, Thank you, Factory Life. It's it's Phantom uh, Covert Ops. Yeah. Yeah, Covert Ops. Yeah, yeah but there's been so, a couple people, Sion, um, in the Discord that are like constantly trashing this game. Never played it. Um, I'm going to go with all the people that have played it and say it's amazing. And then with the video, I've seen it. I'm really psyched to try it. And uh, I think it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, man. Those people, uh, there's a specific term for those type of people. And they're called haters. <laughs> yeah, haters for, for sure. And uh, wasn't it Jarillo was the other one? No, I don't want to call anybody out. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, chat filling out nicely. Derail, what's up? Factory Life, thank you, sir. Phil Yarn, Mepper, Spry Guy, Scion. Uh, thanks for showing out, guys. We really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, uh, let's do what we do on the Monday show, man. Let's talk about what we've been playing. And uh, I don't know, man, I, I don't know about you, but I've, uh, I've played quite a few things this last week, and I've had a good time doing it. Yeah, I haven't played as much as you have, but uh, I've been into a lot of games, a lot of shooter games. You know, we've been doing a lot of contractors, which is really cool. We're getting ready to start going into Pavlov. Um, I think we might even be doing some grip after the show. That'll be cool. So yeah, I've been playing a lot more VR than I have been lately and uh, um, some good games too. Yeah, man, I played, um, what was the name of that retro shooter from uh, the guy in Georgia? Damn it, I, I shouldn't be doing a show right now. I can't even think of anything's name. Uh, Theta Legion, Theta mm. Legion VR I played uh, uh, and went almost to the end of it this last time through. Just a, a beautiful uh, example of a retro shooter. And I just got word today uh, from the developers uh, at Garage Collective that uh, they're bringing a new game out uh, at the end of the year. And it's the same retro style game, but it's not a FPS. This one is uh, more like an old school RPG game. And it looks really cool. Oh, wow. Well, that's cool, man. I can't wait to see all these uh, retro VR games that are... Um that are going to be different genres coming out. That's what that's cool. Yeah. Give me just a second here and I'll give you the title of it. It's, it I, they sent me a trailer and it looks friggin' awesome. I mean, if you liked like Theta Legion, if you thought Theta Legion was uh, a beautiful game, like I did, I thought for that style of, of art, it looked really good. Uh, this game looks almost identical to it in terms of art style. 
but it's a completely different genre of game. It's called The Stones of Harlath. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll share the trailer here, and uh, maybe even on Wednesday, depending upon how much uh, you know stuff we get out of the, the, the upload showcase. Yeah. Let me ask you this, just sitting here looking at your shirt. When are we going to get a Scooby-Doo VR game? That'd be cool, right? Go on a Scooby-Doo yeah. uh, adventure. Yeah, man. yeah, I want everything to be in VR. Like, literally everything I like should be in VR now. Yeah, let's do it. Anyway, let's talk about what we've been playing. And uh, I think first, want to talk about that demo first? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, tomorrow starts the uh, Steam Summer Gaming Showcase. And what this is an, is an event that highlights uh, new and upcoming games. And there are lots of special things going on with like uh, behind the scenes videos, uh, new trailers and demos, playable demos for people. And one such demo is the demo for a game we've talked about a few times already, uh, the game called Renlo. And uh, we received the demo, what, about a week ago? Yeah, it's been about a week. Yeah, and what it is, it's the uh, it's the first two levels of the game. And for those of you who don't know, this is a third-person uh, steampunk-themed platforming game. But the cool thing about this, Roots, I thought, was that it's not just a pure platformer. It incorporates certain RPG elements into the gameplay. And uh, I thought that was a nice twist. Yeah, yeah, I thought everything about this game I thought was pretty cool. Although um, there is one nitpicky thing, because this is like uh, alpha, right? This is like early alpha. Yeah. There's some yeah, they've yeah. even said in the the beginning, you know, hey, there's not everything that's in here is even going to make the game, um, and it hopefully it's not somebody's relative, but uh, uh, the guy near the end on the the boat, get rid of his voice, um, <laughs> yeah. because ne his voice, because I went through and played it again before the show, his voice going next to Agatha, Agatha is like. You're like, oh my God, like I'm watching a Disney movie or something, you know, it just fits so perfect, her voice. And then when it got to that last part, his trying to be that gruff voice or whatever just didn't seem to work for me anyway. But no, I um I really enjoyed my time here. I was actually kind of bummed when it ended and uh, it took me about an hour. So uh, there's what, four four levels they said on release? Uh, yeah, when it releases in the early access, uh, they there's going to be four levels. The demo gives you the first two. And, um, really that's my, my biggest and only real complaint with the game, uh, was that it's just a demo and I wanted to keep going with it. Right. Like it's, it's literally, uh, seems like it could be the beginning of an epic story adventure. Right. But it's just the beginning. Yeah. And I like the way that they incorporated you into the, um, at the times you do the puzzles and stuff, like, you know, you'll get to a lever pull the lever and then each puzzle's different and i kind of alluded it to it last time when we were talking about it but uh without going into detail but there was that one where you have to take the the, the hoop around the metal without kind of like operation or you get shocked and that was pretty cool um you know it didn't seem like the puzzles were that difficult but i really really enjoyed the uh, atmosphere as well you know, different levels and the way it looked especially like when she gets sits down at that bench and the the train comes um, I thought that was a pretty cool scene as well. Yeah, the uh, as far as the puzzles go, the, you're right. They were mostly pretty easy. I think the most difficult one is the one you were just talking about, the the hoop and the wire, because the thing's pretty wide, right? So you kind of have to move your body, and it's um, 
it's sensitive, right? You, if you get close, that thing's going to zap you and start you over again. Yeah. Plus, you're just paranoid. If you're like me, you're paranoid. You're going to, you know, that adds to it. You're like, I don't want to touch it. And then all of a sudden, bzz, you're like, ah, son of a bitch. I'll start over. So uh, well, I, after I started over like six or seven times, uh, I finally discovered that, that you can let go of it and it doesn't drop. It just stays there in place. And that was very helpful because like I said, it was very wide. So it's kind of, you know, you're, you're turning your wrist like this to try to uh, get around the curbs and things. And once it gets away from your body, it's very difficult. But after I learned that you can let go of the thing and move yourself and reposition yourself in the real world and then grab it again and continue, uh, it got a lot easier at that point. What would you think of the way the character moves around and stuff and the just the way you can crawl, jump around? I mean, pretty much pretty fluid as far as that goes, right? It, innovative as far as her character. I just always look past this game, you know, of what future games like uh, a Tomb Raider or any third person type of game and what it would be like. And I just thought it was really cool the way everything jumped, moved around. And anytime I play a game like this, the worst thing in the world I could have imagined for this game or any game like this is your character doesn't jump because I, I want to jump everywhere I run. And that's just all the gaming I've done, the Call of Duties, the World of Warcraft, you know, um, most of us are that that way. So when you can't jump, it just feels so bad. So, yeah, yeah, I was a little confused here. And, and by the way, I, I totally agree. The, the movement was cool. Put me a little bit in the mind of, of Moss. But not, now that you mention it, Tomb Raider is a good uh, a good comparison to draw as well. Uh, but so like you start out in this room, you're locked up. There's guards at the door. You have to sneak out. And I thought that that this was the place that uh, that she lived at, right? I thought she was trapped in the, like an orphanage or something. Uh, but after she breaks out of this place, she goes home. So what was this place at the beginning where they had her like? captured and, and behind lock and key i think it was an orphanage it said something about her being a, in an orphanage or whatever and that was the story was pretty cool too and that it kind of gripped me made me want to see more but uh um i don't know i don't know why she was at the orphanage and then left and then went back home maybe she went back to a relative's house that she you know got pulled away from or something but uh um but no it was definitely i i'm, I'm now i'm perplexed i don't know what the hell is going on in this story we have to go back and give it another look. Yeah. Uh, Roy Schwartz in the house. Void Cat, what's up, guys? Thanks for coming. Um, so, graphically, beautiful, right? Right, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then yeah. I like the crafting. Like, this is the part that you're getting to before. I mean, we only saw a small smidge of it, but you're collecting different stuff, and you uh, you collect a distraction bomb or something. If if there's a lot of different things you can craft, a lot of things you can pick up, that that's going to be pretty cool as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, again, it's it's cool to see them uh, uh, adding in these RPG elements to this style of game. You don't see that very often, even if it is kind of simple. I mean, it, it's not a very grindy type thing at all, like an RPG would be. But it's cool that that uh, that you know that they're feeling the space basically travel time uh with collecting items and uh giving the game a little bit more depth than it would have had originally yeah plus like we said where this is alpha you know they're going to be releasing into um early access what june 23rd and then i'm assuming they'll 
maybe double the levels. I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see where they go with it and um, and where the story develops. You know, now do we know what the cost is on this one? I have no idea, but I do believe it is coming to Viveport Infinity. Mm, so free if you have Infinity. That's good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So yeah, two levels in the demo. Uh, the demo I think is going to be available for everybody tomorrow to play. Uh, and then, like Root said, on the 23rd, the game comes into early access. Those two levels will become four. And then by, I think they said November, uh, the game's going to come out of early access. And uh, I think the levels are going to get two or four more even on top of that. So. so I only have to wait eight more days to find out what happens on that ship. Because <laughs> I had that conversation, just had it with that captain on the ship, and then it ended. And I was like, oh, man, I want to see what the hell's going on. And what a prick that guy was too. Like he's like coming to pick up this little girl uh, on the orders of his boss, which is her dad. And uh, he has no patience, right? She's like, is the lighthouse working? Nope. Well, see you later, kid. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a dick for sure. I mean, wow. like there's a girl, you know, a little girl alone on a pier and uh, you're just going to leave her there. What a douchebag. Yeah, it's funny on this gameplay, that same thing just happened to me to where he's, she's going to get caught. Um, they didn't, she didn't throw it far enough, and there's just not the gap yep. to squeeze. Yeah, I did the behind. same thing. Yeah. Uh, now you guys know. Now you know not to get stuck there. So, yeah, <laughs> check, definitely check this out tomorrow for sure, especially for free. It'll give you an idea of what um, what this game is and whether it's something you'll like or not, right? Yeah, again, uh I've, I kind of feel like the game is going to get better as it goes on. And this is just the beginning, but it, it'll give you a, a feel for the quality in the style of gameplay. And again, to go back to the graphics, uh, I thought it was a beautiful game. It kind of the, just the style of it and uh, the, uh, the look, it kind of gave me the, the feeling of like 10 hearts. Like it had that same, uh, that same feel to it. Yeah. No, yeah, it was definitely beautiful. Oh, she, oh, she's doing it right there. Look, that guy didn't even see her. That was crazy. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was to me. It just it looked like a really elaborate Disney beginning of a movie, or you know, Pixar or something of that nature. Like I got really close to that uh, character model, and it just looked really good. Like you said, everything. Um, and especially when you get to the part near, uh, I guess it's after the train, and there's all that water, and it just looks really good. It's very beautiful. Very beautiful game yeah. for sure. And something else I really enjoyed about it was the uh, the time period it set in. You know, I've said it before. One of my favorite things to do in virtual reality is to uh, use it as a time machine and to travel back. And anytime uh, you get to go back and see older architecture, older technology, uh, you know, it's something that I really enjoyed. And this game. It seemed like it was, uh, you know, at least a hundred years ago, maybe even longer. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. Uh, here's that first puzzle. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, definitely really good, and uh, I recommend checking it out, especially since it's free. You have nothing to lose, and then you'll find out uh, whether it's something you want to pick up in eight days. I, I do wish I knew what the cost was going to be. That would help me tell whether or not, um, you know, I would recommend it. You know, as, as what well, we're seeing here. Well, we're going to we're going to come back to it because uh, uh, we are uh, going to have access to the full game too. when it hits early access. 
uh, our demo will become the the early access version. Oh, cool. And when it mm -hmm. comes out of early access, uh, uh, you know, so on and so forth. So we'll come back to it when we know what the price is going to be. I think it's like 20 or 25 bucks. Uh, but uh, we'll know more about the game later, and uh, we'll be able to give a proper review of it. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, let me ask you this. What did you think about the scale here? I thought it was really interesting. Uh, you know, we've mentioned it many time and again, uh, that playing with scale is something that a developer can do to really wow the user. And we've seen great examples of uh, very large things in VR, like... Uh, uh, like an Astrobot, for example, or uh, or Skyrim even, and then we've seen the opposite. We've seen the the little tiny things in VR, like Moss and, and Ghost Giant. Uh, but I thought this game was really cool because it kind of took it in between stance. It was a smaller scale, but it wasn't tiny like Moss or uh, or Lucky's Tale or something like that. It was uh, it was kind of in between. The things were a little bit bigger than those games are. And it gives you uh, an opportunity to really appreciate a lot of details that would otherwise be lost. No, I agree. I was just thinking that it's like you're in between the small and the big and you're looking at it's like the buildings don't look so huge, but it doesn't look like you're at eye level either. Um, so I agree. It was, uh, it's definitely done well, definitely different. And uh, this is where area I was telling you about with all that water. I just thought it was really cool. And um, I can't wait to see the next two levels. Yeah, it's really cool. If you like exploration, it's really, it's a slow-paced game, but the 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 maps are are pretty big. It is linear, but they the maps are big enough that it uh, that it allows you to explore quite a bit. So uh, you can look around, find these elements that you need for crafting. Um, you'll see people talking on the street, and you can't really interact with them, but it's still uh, it it. it it really adds to the atmosphere, you know? Yeah. And when I saw that, it kind of put me in the mind of, of ghost giant when you're in these big, uh, you know, cityscapes and there's just life going on all around you. I really felt like that to me. Did you try to talk to people? I tried to run up and like click on them and they just ignored oh, yeah. me. I, I, I tried to dance with them and everything. Yeah, they, like, they didn't even, they pretended like I wasn't even real. It's rude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like I've been over right in front of that dude and backed right into him. Nothing. <laughs> you backed that ass right up, right? Uh, <laughs> damn right I did. Oh, you know, man. you got it. You got to work it, right? That's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, a solid title. A lot of potential here. Uh, again, just the beginning of it, so we'll see where it goes. But uh, so far, so good. Yeah, I agree. All right, so that's not all. That wasn't the only new game that we got to... Uh, try this past week and this next one was a little bit of a surprise to me i mean we knew that it was coming soon even within the next week or two but uh you know the day after i reported that we would probably get it next week it came out the very next day and i'm talking of course about crisis brigade 2 roots uh did it surprise you that it came as quickly as it did uh, nothing surprises me anymore it's like, you know, just when you hear about something, it's it's out in VR. And it's like, man, you know, because we have no patience. And that's why they're probably why they're doing it the way they are. But uh, no, I um, what surprised me about this game was how good it was. And what did what did you think about it? Like I got in there and I was I ended up spending almost an hour and I wasn't even planning on it. Um, you know, and I 
I played a little bit today, Wes, and I will get this confession time from Roots. Um, I was sitting there playing and I'm like, what is going on, man? I was dealing with some kind of jank, some kind of tracking jank. And it was after I'd set up for the show and uh, and I must have played it for like 15 minutes before. And then I finally gave up. I did okay. Um, but I came out and I looked over and I realized I didn't even have a third sensor. And it's like the the two that you're facing. You know, I had one behind me and yeah. one off to the side. So it was like all fucked up, man. I was, <laughs> it tells you CV1 uh, troubles to make sure your sensor is not... Cause I have to move it to, to set up for the show. So, but, uh, but yeah, no, I am um, really enjoyed so much of the time that I've done so far in here. Um, how far have you gotten on this? Uh, not very far. And, uh, that's actually one of the things that I really like about it because this is kind of like a retro game in the fact that, um, you know, the difficulty scales quickly and if you die, you're dead and you start over and the way you progress is through practice and getting better. And uh, not only that, but by knowing what's going to happen through experience and dying. Mm. Uh, so it really plays a lot like an old school uh, an old school video game. Yeah, it does, actually. And did you get any of those coins? Because you can earn coins or bullets, or I'm not sure what they are that you earn, right? But you can actually, if you get up to 200, you can continue. And uh, so I was able to continue once. And, uh, yeah. and that was it, man, because I played for like an hour just to get that one continue. It's hard. And it, I'm sure it was the same place that you got must have. I'm sure if you got far enough, I got to a point where this, I kept exploding. My this car I was behind kept exploding. And I'm like, what the hell? Finally, I was able to, I think it was, no, it was that right here, this uh, trash can. There's a guy up top that bazookas yeah. you. And it took me like three deaths to realize where is that coming from? But I agree. It's, it's. It's got so much going on and so many different uh, enemies and it's it's uh it's just fun and I can't wait for the uh, multiplayer to come out when it does cuz then it's going to be on for sure. Yes sir. Yeah, absolutely. Sion says what's with the cheaty lasers? Is that optional? Yeah, actually that's a uh, uh an upgrade that you can buy with this currency that Roots was just talking about. Let me ask you this and I didn't even dawn on me how stupid I am, okay? Is, are those upgrades permanent? Like, if I buy that laser, do I always have... Because I should be buying upgrades up the wazoo because I just assumed it was, like, a one-time deal. And then, like, you have to buy it again, kind of like the continue. But if I can buy, like, a laser and then always have that laser, I'm I'm going to go get that laser next time I play. The, the cheating-ass Scion laser is what I'm going to call it. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, I don't remember which side it fell on. There's two uh, menus for you to purchase things from, right? There's the stuff on the left, which is like the gun upgrades, you know, the machine guns and all the different things. And those expire. You know, you empty the clip and you're done with them. And then there's another set of things that you can buy that has skins and all sorts of other stuff. And you get to keep that stuff. Mm. My question uh, is, and I don't remember, I don't remember which side the laser fell on. But uh, there's some other pistols you can buy. I mean, you can buy a Ruger. Uh, I want to know, does it add anything to, to pick those up? Hmm. Or are they only skins for the pistol that you already have? Yeah, and you know, it's funny because in VR, it's different. You know, my mindset, I never understood skins, Wes. Like, you know, especially in a, in a 
first person like world of warcraft or whatever man your skins are for somebody else who gives a crap but if i'm in vr and i'm looking at that gun that skin ask scion you know he, he's raving about the world war ii skins for contractors just because he loves the way that the guns look i mean it just makes a big difference in vr and uh so that's kind of cool that you can get unlock skins and i am really curious to know if you can unlock the different because I did, I looked at all those mods for the guns and I assumed it was a one-time thing, kind of like uh, the persistence. And um, and I think I'm probably wrong. Like it would make sense as hard as this game is for you to unlock different attachments permanently to make your, your you actually be able to win, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, definitely need to get more time into that. I just banked my currency. I didn't spend any of it. Certainly not going to spend 200 on a, on a continue when I know I'm just going to die straight away anyway. Uh, I so had to. I, I was curious. I was like, I saw it and I was like, where is it going to start? Am I going to start right here? Or am I going to re you know what I mean? Like I didn't know how it was going to work. And legitimately you were right there. I was able to shoot that rocket dude past the level. I was literally right at the end of the level. And then I died like a minute later. So didn't yeah, really matter. I'm, so yeah, I made it uh, like another two or three uh scenes past that but i i was stuck there for a while because like you i kept blowing up and um yeah it took me a while to, to figure out that that guy on the roof has a rocket launcher but after you find that out you know you can shoot those rockets out of the air i said i didn't even see it until it's like all of a sudden i was dead i was focusing on it something else um so Philyard just asked if it's worth the money what is the cost on it i would say you know i mean obviously we it's didn't pay good. for it what's that it's good it's really good yeah it's definitely worth it i think it's worth it. i mean obviously it you know we got our copy for free but um i was telling wes you know like before i asked him if we contacted the uh the devs or not because he's the one that does that and um he said we did so i held off but i was getting ready to buy it and i think it's what 1995 but it's on sale for 1595 right now i believe if i'm not mistaken uh, i can tell you quickly and I, and while we're at it you know a thousand thank yous to uh sumo lab and diego specifically thank you sir for sending us this game uh we're really digging it man and it's the uh it's the same concept right from the first uh crisis brigade game it's exactly the same concept it's set up exactly the same way uh but the production values are just like you know a thousand times better than the first one and uh the gun it's feels, really a lot of fun the guns feel so good especially the handgun the reloading 1999 okay yeah is it on sale still or no i know it was I'm on not, sale probably not but still no, 20 no. bucks it's worth it for sure yeah yeah i would say so uh only what two or three levels in it right now but more on the way well that's the thing is okay you got six minutes right and that's for the first level for the first raid and I can't only get like a quarter of the way through before I get my ass dead every single time. And this is just the first raid. Once you get through this first seven minutes, it goes to the, you know, then you unlock the next one. And if they're adding to it, I mean, it is absolutely, you're not going to be blowing through this game. I guarantee you, if you like shooters, if you like wave shooters um, that progress. And this one actually is kind of cool because it, it has multiple ways you can go. Like it has those arrows. Um, so I, I convinced myself, Wes, that going straight was good. And then I realized that the left was good. 
Um, but I'm, I'm now I'm second guessing if the straight was the way I should have went. Um, but it just it takes you down different alleyways. You have different uh, um, enemies, different levels to beat. So it's cool. Yeah, man. I, that was one of the things I really enjoyed about it was uh, there is that replayability there. It, it uh, There are varying paths. It's kind of like Blood and Truth in that way you'll uh you'll 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 uh make your way through a scene kill all the bad guys and then you have a choice do you want to go left do you want to go right do you want to go up do you want to go down and uh and you end up in the same place it's just taking different paths to get there but uh it really adds for it makes for a lot of replayability and um a lot of fun you know if you're if you're getting tired of going left and getting killed over and over again um next time you can go right and get killed yeah yeah that's probably what's gonna happen right um but uh no yeah it's uh i was gonna say definitely definitely worth picking up for sure um like i said i would have picked it up anyway and it's only 20 bucks so i i'm just curious i know that the last level that we were on there was actually people behind me as well so they yeah. it gets a lot more difficult as um you know to play Did, did you make it into the apartment, like into like the apartment scene where you sneak up on them and they're all playing cards or whatever? I think so. That sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Now you've got me wondering. Yeah, that that was the one where it was really hard to keep up with, uh, uh, you know, people coming up behind you because I mean, there people. There's a doorway to your right. There's the, the the room in front of you, and then there's a doorway to your left as well as a staircase with people coming up the stairs. And uh, you just had this little piece of cover to hide behind. Uh, tough, tough, man. Yeah, really tough. You know, the thing about it for me is um, that's one of the best things, too, is like all the different uh, cover, the different cover. It really makes you use it. Like I tried to play earlier sitting down, and then I realized like my head was sticking above the trash can. That ain't going to work, bro. Like you need to, <laughs> you need to get behind that shit or you're going to die. Um, and it's... Uh, I'm just like I said. I I need somebody to carry me through this game. I think I'm starting to feel like, um. So I'm I'm really looking forward to the the co-op being added, and it made me want to go back and play the first one again. I I know that's on sale for like eight bucks. I believe I almost picked it up. I know Alex has it in his library, but it's such a good title that I was thinking I need to have it for myself as well. Yeah, and you can get it for free on uh, Side Quest if you own an Oculus Quest. Yeah, I don't have a Quest. Yeah, Should have picked yeah. it up, right? right but the uh, side quest version doesn't have multiplayer i don't think um yeah well. but anyway um an awesome game um and, the, and the, the way i dealt with it you know because most of the cover is stuff you have to duck behind uh unfortunately uh so you're right you can't play it seated in a chair uh so i kept going you know and i died 20 times playing this game standing and my legs started to get tired from the constant ducking. Uh, so I just sat in the floor. Mm. And when I sat in the floor, was that easy? was the farthest that I made it. It made it a lot better because uh, you were constantly hitting. I mean, there was a lot more blind firing that way. Uh, but I didn't get killed so much. Yeah, well, let me ask you this. Because as you're saying, you didn't played several times. I don't know, probably half hour, 45 minutes of ducking and this and that. Uh, and you went to sit down and then I think about what we were saying last week about all these um, 
treadmills you know like they because that's just the the when you're going coming into vr it's like so cool i want to just walk everywhere i go i want it to be just like real life and most people just don't want to be walking in vr let alone standing in vr um you know what i mean i just i i i I just don't see it being a big thing maybe i'm naive but uh we just keep going sir coming back circle to it and now there's now everybody's getting hyped up again for for it again and i just feel like it's just not going to happen at least not on the scale that everybody you know ready player one level so. right well that that's the thing you know uh i prefer to, to sit most of the time when i play uh, because i don't want to stand up but that said uh i feel like this is something that i could really get into walking in vr the only problem with that is is it I, there can't be any half steps like i need to either be walking normally we're not doing it at all. I, I, I don't want to walk in place. I don't want to, sk you know, skid my feet across something and pretend like I'm walking. Hmm. Either I'm walking or I'm not walking. And if I'm doing anything in between, it's not going to have the same effect as if I were just walking like on a like an omnidirectional treadmill. I just feel like if we get to this point, it's going to be AI. It'll be a big room. It'll be AI and it'll be changing levels around you with this new fast instantly rendering stuff you know what i mean you turn around and i mean in that split second it's redoing everything and so you're walking across your room and it's redirecting you wherever you want to go and you don't even realize you're walk walking all over your room but you are and it's keeping you from hitting stuff um that's the future i see for for where you're actually walking because i agree man i ain't i don't want to put on slippery shoes and and lean forward and you know it just all those videos as cool as it seemed back in the beginning now i i look back and i'm it just looks like a really hokey thing we're gonna laugh our asses off in about 20 years we're gonna be like really that was a thing um but now it's like people are ready to would dream of spending thousands of dollars to slide around on that thing so yeah i mean don't get me wrong i'd like to try it but the uh in infinidect omnidirectional treadmill is the only one i've ever seen where i've looked at it and said you know what that one could work um but you know i'm sure that uh there's still latency problems with it between your movements and the in-game uh character and be besides all that you know uh, you're talking eight ten grand for one of those things yeah i just want a holodeck from star trek yeah well happy. i think that's what we all want right it's yeah. the goal the yeah. dream that's the dream and the dream is to not be the one that cleans the holodeck out though after a session oh. anyway uh crisis brigade 2 was a blast if you like the first one you're gonna love this one it's absolutely beautiful it plays very similarly um there there's more of a, a progression element to this uh, to your, you know, your character, your weapons, things like that. Uh, absolutely revamped, uh, you know, audio-visual aspects of it. Looks and sounds a lot more real. Uh, the art style is really cool too. I put it kind of, uh, kind of put me in the mind of like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah, no, that's very beautiful. It's so funny. It's like you look at the first one versus this one. They just look so different. Very si similar mechanics, but. Uh, night and day graphics for sure yeah yeah so if you liked 
Crisis for Good. You're going to love Crisis for Good too. And if you haven't tried either of them, if you like those um, those big elaborate arcade machines that allow you and a friend to grab a gun and progress through a level and pick which direction you want to go and then put another quarter in and then play for a little bit more. It really plays a lot like that. Uh, only there, there's no quarters needed. You just, uh, you hit start, you get killed or you hit start again. Yeah. Get ready for some frustration too. Yeah, but it's a good frustration. It's healthy, yeah. healthy frustration. Well, especially if you know to get the, the cheating scion laser, I didn't even know i didn't even think about like i said now i want to go in and see if that's permanent if it's permanent i'm starting to buy stuff you know otherwise i i yeah. if i have to like that's one of the things i didn't like about dick wild too is that you have to constantly buy your weapons i want to upgrade that stuff and look not look back yeah i guess we're just going to have to bite the bullet and spend some of that currency i've got 300 in my bank right now um i want to get that ruger and see if it a lets me keep it through the whole thing, but B uh, lets me kill these guys a little faster. Yeah, for sure. Not that they're hard to kill. I mean, if you shoot them in the head, they die pretty, pretty straight away, right? Yeah, no, it's really easy to kill them. You know, if you get the shot, for sure. But you better get the shot because sharpshooters, right? Like from halfway across the world, these guys are headshotting you if you give them half a chance. Let me ask you this: Did you shoot those cops? I absolutely I, shot those cops. Yeah, and I found out that you can kill them, and I was like, oh, my God, they let you kill the... <laughs> there's people running around in this level. Um, Yeah, it's crazy, man. This is the beginning level. Or is this a different level? What is happening in here? This must be yeah, another level know. or something. I don't know. That's crazy. Some crazy stuff yeah, going on in there. This is... uh, This has to be another level. It looks like... Well, no, there's, the cops are laying down. It's dead, so what the hell is this? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's a multiplayer lobby you think maybe i don't know i just uh like i said i i shot those two cops and i was like wow it's letting me shoot them but this looks like it's a whole nother level so that's cool yeah. that's the next level cool oh yeah so you start off by shooting the cops they're laying dead on the ground and then you move on out <laughs> that's uh -huh. cool maybe well, the cops were the bad guys well let me ask you this you have all these swat people helping you did did it seem like any of them were helping you like they always died and i'm like what are you guys doing over there like i'm having to get everybody i'm doing all the work roots is is piled on again and uh felt taking advantage of they are helpful <clears throat> it's helpful if you can manage to keep them alive and bring them with you but the way that they're helpful isn't because they're killing a bunch of bad guys but they will draw fire from the bad guys. So mm -hmm. like if you come into that one scene we were talking about a minute ago where there's literally like 20 dudes all firing on you, it helps to have a partner, so, you know, to your left or to your right, uh, that's taking some of that fire away from you. Man, I didn't even think about that. Keeping them alive as a shield. I need to, I need that strat going too. Yeah. So th that's kind of how I, I, I played it. I mean, you can't get too worried about those guys or you're going to get killed yourself. Uh, but you, you definitely want to, uh, you know, the biggest advantage the enemies have are, is high ground. So you want to take that away first. So everybody that's looking down, uh, those are the first guys you want to target. Yeah, and that's nothing worse than shooting somebody and somebody's nailing you from above, right? Yeah, it's a, it's frustrating, right? Because you feel like, like one of, right before I figured out how to beat that one screen that we were talking about like the the, the time before uh that 
uh, I had gotten it down to like three people left. Out of all those dudes in that scene, there was three left, and one of them was in a window, and he shot me in the back. Mm, what a bastard. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, do you think, they saw, was it um, Ray Delatore was just saying that it should give it a huge boost, the two-player mode. Do they... Do they have a um, time frame for that? Have they announced when that's going to be, or are they just working on it? Uh, that's um, that's kind of the the first thing that they're uh, that they're focusing on. So it shouldn't be very long. I would I would imagine that uh, within the next I don't know I would say three or four months you'll see that. Well, it looks like he's got that Ruger. I think. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, maybe if I that, maybe I don't know what a Ruger is, but. Yeah, that no, that's it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I wonder if it has any impact on the actual gameplay. If it's just a gun skin, yeah, it looks pretty good though. Yeah, it does look cool. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get it. That's why I saved up to three hundred. That's what that costs. Costs wow. three hundred. Well, I'll tell you what. That's got to be permanent, dude. With as much if if it took me an hour's worth of play just to save up enough points to get a continue, and that gun costs more than the continue it's absolutely got to be permanent that's my guess anyway yeah and it's probably uh cosmetic too <laughs> yeah completely yeah. cosmetic but still cool looking nonetheless yeah yeah i'm not going to buy any of those consumable land consumables because uh i mean you're just going to use it all up on the first screen anyway unless there's a way you can switch back and forth between weapons yeah yeah there should be I, I tried it. I could switch from uh, like the rifle back to the pistol, but after I did that, like it wouldn't let me go back to the rifle. So hmm. I think it was just me basically throwing it down. You know? Yeah, no. Once you when you pick up those extra items, that's absolutely what happens. If you switch to the pistol, it, you throw it to the ground. Now you got your pistol again. So yeah. Anyway, a, a ton of fun. Again, big thanks to Sumo Lab for uh, sending us a uh, copy uh to check it out it's a load of fun and i can't wait to get back into it absolutely all right roots so um that's going to wrap up our games portion and move on to our topic and i'm looking forward to this one because we've kind of been uh dropping hints that we're going to kind of start a series uh on the monday show and what we're going to do with this series is instead of looking at just conventional games. Uh, there's a whole other side of VR that we've barely even looked at, and that is the uh, emulators and mods. There are tons of different emulators out there that let you play your old favorite retro games, and there are a ton of mods in VR that let you bring flat games into VR or take VR games and add new and interesting functionality to them. So uh, we feel like those types of things, emulators and mods, don't get enough attention from us anyway because I've, I've barely even used any of it. Uh, so I thought, you know, what, what better way to make myself try this stuff out uh, than to have a running series on the Monday show? And uh, I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun, Roots. I agree because, there's, like you said, there's so many different ones out there. And especially for the, like the ones what we're going to talk about today, which is the emulator, or at least one of them. Um, if you're a retro game player, I mean, I don't see how you don't have uh, this emulator. And if you have VR, correct? Yeah, man, this is kind of the must have because, you know, 
most of us are in around the same age group, which means most of us developed our love for video games the very same way on the very same device, and that is the Nintendo Entertainment System, the original NES. Uh, and if uh, this is true for you, the, the way it's true for us, the opportunity to play those games in VR, in 3D, is just it's something that uh, you know little Wes would have dreamed about. So that's why when we felt like if we we're going to cover emulators, we have to cover 3D SCN first. Uh, not only because it's the most notorious VR emulator that there is, but uh, it also has probably the biggest library uh, of any of these VR emulators. Yeah, it's got a ton of games, and uh, there's just so many games out there for NES. You know, one of the things that I found that was um, very fun uh, to do this whole thing was going into some of these games that um, not only ones like that I remember that I loved, like Kid Icarus or Metroid or whatever, but into some other games that I thought were good back in the day, and I got in them, and it reminded me that there's a lot of shitty games in retro <laughs> world. <laughs> like Raiders of the Lost Ark or whatever the game was, like E.T. or, you know, I get into some of these games and I'm like, oh my God, like I remember this being a good game and it is not a good game. Um, but uh, but there's other ones, like I like I said, I jumped into Kid Icarus and I almost wanted to play through it again because I, I just have such good memories of that game and um, Metroid especially. It just there's so many good games out there uh, that if you have the the retro bug and the love for it, um it's just amazing now you were one of the things that you were telling me just in this is um it's important to tilt it you know tilt it move it in close and there's some you can take you can bring it close you can send it away you can twist it angle it so you can see the 3d a little bit more and uh, i thought that was pretty cool yeah that's it's important game to game because every game's different right you have a different point of view in every game so it's important to play with your point of view a little bit if you really want to appreciate the 3D-ness of, uh, of some of these games. And it really pops, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. Especially this game. Um, one of the games that um, Donkey Kong, I was playing the original Donkey Kong, and I, I crushed it, Wes, man. I was smoking through those levels. And uh, it's not that hard. But, um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it, just, it, it just adds a different element to these games. If you already had a love for them and... Um, you know, now I will say some of these games are better than others. Like I really, I thought Castlevania looked amazing, especially uh, like, I guess here it is, um, the whip and just everything in the stairs and, and going up those stairs. And I just thought it was really cool. Yeah, man, this I, I was blown away. You know, Castlevania. Uh, yeah, this this is Batman. Castlevania was the first one I went, went to uh, because I love Castlevania. It's one of my favorite franchises. One of the things I really want from VR is a proper castlevania vr game uh but besides that i was impressed not only with the character models and the levels and the enemies but like small subtle things i noticed like the curtains were flowing in the wind and like the candles were letting off actual light with with uh, real-time shadows and stuff and uh, I, you know i expected it just to be kind of a a cool novelty this emulator i really didn't expect the level of detail uh, to go in the to these 3D uh, models. It was really impressive. Let me ask you this. You said that your son is like big into retro, right? Asking retro 
consoles and stuff. Has he tried this at all, or does he think it's is it something that he even knows exists? He does know it exists. He does not know that I've uh, installed it on my computer yet. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure he's going to be in here on it pretty quickly when he when he finds out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's I it. think. Oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say I think we insulted Radio Rant. I was not an NES user. I never owned a console. Mm. No, I um. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. My um. My very first. I guess we, you know, we got the Tandy, we had the ColecoVision, we got that after, but I bought my first Nintendo with my own paper out money and then uh, was a dictator to my brothers and sisters on who <laughs> could play and who couldn't play. Um, but yeah, man, I, I just have so many memories of, of Nintendo and there were so many good games out there. Um, but Yeah, uh, yeah man. Like, uh, I, I had to make myself stop playing uh, The Legend of Zelda in this thing because it was so cool you know i always you know this was my favorite game ever growing up uh still to this day one of the best funnest games that there is but i always used to dream man what if we could uh play this with with some 3d depth to it uh i really always hoped even when like super nintendo came out i would just keep my fingers crossed that they would remake the original legend of zelda with the 16-bit graphics and have proper 3d maps and uh to be able to play that now and you literally uh i mean it's a bird's eye view right when you're in the overworld you can tilt this thing to the point uh to where it's like a, a, a almost like a first person view uh even though you're behind link still uh you can literally get down on ground level with the thing and uh it, it's crazy and there's so many options, just like you saw that with Batman, how they turned the screen and looked like you were falling behind him, right? So yeah, it's yeah. um, it just get, it gives you a, it gives you another reason to play through some of these games. Like I said, I wanted to play through um, Kid Icarus and and kill some eggplants and stuff. Um, I don't yeah. remember yeah. too much about that game except for I just remember playing it and loving it back in the day. So yeah, I I remember it too. Um, but but yeah, I spent. I don't know. I, I did over an hour on just Zelda. And then, you know, I, I went to Mega Man 2 because it was another great game. And I think that maybe Mega Man 2 might have had the, the, the most eye-popping 3D out of all the ones I tried. Uh, because you go into these levels and what used to be just like a flat level with uh, it looked like some mechanical stuff moving through it, conveyor belts, gears and things. Now, all of a sudden, these gears are popping out, and they're in your face, and they're all moving together. And it really, uh, in my opinion, lets you kind of uh, see what the developers way back when, kind of what their vision was of what this would look like in real life if it were, if it were real. You know, I found, I found one. Um, it was Nude Mario. And the Mario guy was running around with an erection. And I was like, why would anybody play this game? Um, but it was definitely very interesting to see in VR. But uh, yeah, they said the sky's the limit, man. All you got to do is get the ROMs and and you have access. And, um, you know, not every game is is optimized perfectly for it. Some I ran into a couple that were really weird and wonky. Um, but I'd say 99% of what I ran in ran, ran good. Yeah, Drew, Delirium, Drew VR in the house. What's up, buddy? 
Uh, Slave Blaze says, are the ROMs included with this emulator or do you need to use your own ROM library? Well, um, they have a list of, I don't know, what, about 60 or so games. And you do have to use your own ROMs. And you just pick the game uh, from their list and then it'll, it'll prompt you to give it the ROM. And you just give it the normal ROM. You know, it doesn't have to be like a special 3D ROM. You still use your old regular NES ROMs, and it will 3D eyes them. And uh, alluding to what Roots was saying just then, um, hacks work. Like if you have hacked Mario, uh, hacked Mario ROMs, uh, if you pick the like the regular Mario game from the level uh, or from the game select and choose the hacked version of the ROM, they work too, and they're just as 3D. So uh, I have one where Mario uh, has a, a giant afro and is smoking a blunt <laughs> and uh, absolutely worked in 3D, uh, surprisingly, right? Yeah, were you smoking a blunt in, in VR, Mario style? Uh, 100%, dude. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. it. It, You know, I expected it to be cool. I expected there to be... Uh, some novelty to it uh, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was the 3d effects were even better Contra here's another really good one in it Contra um, I, I didn't expect the 3d effect to be quite as good as it was I didn't expect the graphics I mean these are still 8-bit ROMs you know but they, they look really good when you give them some depth and uh, I really didn't expect to spend as much time in it playing as i did so i was pleasantly surprised on every front yeah absolutely now this um has been out what a year i just it i think i just saw that it hit its year anniversary right something like that yeah yeah so is that, are they still working they're still working on this right and still releasing stuff for it or at least uh, yeah i hope i hope so um because really if i had any complaint over it uh, the only complaint that I would have is I wish the supported games list was longer. I wish there was more than just the the, the games that they had listed there. I want to play Rygar. I want to play uh, Dragon Power. I want to play Deadly Towers. I want to play uh, Castlevania 2. You know, I thought it was great that they had the first Castlevania on there, but Castlevania 2 and 3 were my favorites. Yeah. You know, let me play those. And you can still play them. They're just on a flat screen. It's not... 3d like this right so yeah yeah it did uh if there's not a profile I'm, i haven't i didn't try i didn't try to load anything that was not supported so oh, i loaded it, everything dude that's why i got into all these games and i was like man this game sucked i forgot how bad this game was or whatever game it was i was like my god it was horrible um yeah the, drew says uh is this thing called 3d sen this looks really cool for what it is uh, yeah, it actually used to be called 3D NES, but I guess when they uh, came into full release, they didn't want to uh, have that Nintendo hammer drop on them, so they switched the letters around and turned it to N or SEN. But yeah, it's a it's a standard Nintendo uh, ROM emulator, uh, only it 3D eyes them, and trust me, these flat images do it no justice at all. Uh, this thing is just a blast. Yeah, that looks really good. So. Yeah, it says, I like how the slave base says, I like how they added the shadows. It really adds a lot of depth and looks great. 
Absolutely. And this was the very first thing I noticed. Uh, as soon as I loaded into Castlevania, the first game that I tried, uh, those shadows really popped out. And I was just like, wow. And it, re it really is cool. Yeah, absolutely. What does this cost? It's like, what, 10 bucks, I think? Yeah, it doesn't cost much. Let me check it out. I still got Steam up here. So um, it isn't much. It's worth it. Even if it's 20 bucks, it's worth it. Because, uh, I mean, if you're like me and you grew up playing these games on hours on end every day, uh, yeah, it's twenty dollars and a hundred percent worth it. And 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 uh, on Viport as well. Infinity. Yeah. Oh I'm wow. Pretty sure. Let me let me verify that and make sure I'm not blowing smoke up everybody's ass. But yeah, I, I'm fairly certain that this is on uh, Viport Infinity as well. Uh, so where's my Viport link at? There it is. But um, let me ask you this, Roots. While I'm bringing this up. Um, what would you like to see next from this developer? Would you like to either a have this initial games list expanded or B would you like to see a super Nintendo emulator B. that does the same thing? B. Yeah. B. So, yeah, so you're ready to get straight into the, uh, the 16 gigabyte stuff. See, I think that that would be great and it would probably look better and, and be more fun but on the other hand, uh, you know, I played a lot more of the 8-bit games. Mm. Like, I was really heavy into video games during that era. I, was, I probably played more uh, more game time during the 8-bit era than any other era ever since. Yeah. Yeah, this is, um, either way, I'd be good. I mean, see, my problem is I don't have that many all tons of ROMs anyway, just the ones that you sent me. Uh, so... I'd like to see just more different games that I've played throughout the years. Um, okay. Maybe cool. they took it down, dude. I'm I'm searching for it here, and it's giving me nothing. I know I've seen it on here before. Hmm. Maybe uh, they changed their mind. Look at that big bat. It's crazy. Maybe they did. Maybe they had like a... Maybe Viport was, was having to pay them too much money because, you know... Uh, the the Viport, the way they pay these developers is by game time. How much time are people spending in your game? And this is uh, this isn't a game, right? This is a an emulator, so people could play you know fifty games uh, all in this one thing. So I imagine if it were on Infinity, that Vive would probably have to pay quite a bit for it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I guess it's not on here anymore, man. I'm not seeing it on here anymore, which is very. Uh, it's very surprising to me because I know I've seen it on here before. I tried Marble Madness Scion and uh, it was not supported and it was a flat screen, but it was on there. But yeah, I agree. I would love to play a legit Marble Madness in VR. Yeah, man, there there are some decent uh, clones. Nothing exactly uh, like Marble Madness, but there's a lots of uh, different. I mean, even Arcus Path is that same type of game, right? Where you're, you're, you're controlling it with your follow, head, right? Right. You're trying to stay on the path. I Don't fall into any traps. I forgot about that game, Marble Mountain. Remember we talked about that on the show? Almost, yeah, um, absolutely. Early on, so. And I bet there's more in the infinite uh, wasteland that is Steam VR. I'm sure there's a probably about uh, 20 different, uh, you know, uh, bloatware 
Look at versions of it. Oh god, that looks good, huh? Yeah, I didn't try that cut. I didn't either. I bet... The grass looks really good, really depth. I think I'd be spoiled though, because you know I've I've already played duck season, so like, you know, uh, going back to OG duck hunt in VRs. How could it live up, you know? Would I want the dog to try to kill me if I shoot it. So that's my problem. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe I have uh, I have uh, sick tastes. <laughs> so I, I might like the, the blood to show up in the games a little more than the average person. Yeah, but this looks really good, though. Uh, sure. Slayblade says uh, F-Zero and Mario Kart would be awesome. Uh, we're... We've been messing around with Dolphin emulator a little bit because you can play Dolphin uh, in VR. And what that gives you the access to is, are the uh, GameCube and Nintendo Wii libraries, Mario Kart being one of those games. Uh, I've been having issues, though, with my controller emulation um, because Dolphin hasn't been updated for uh, over four years and uh, isn't porting perfectly to the uh, Rift S. Hmm. So I'm not sure how much... It's going to be very limited what I can play. I'll probably have better luck with GameCube games because you don't have to emulate Wiimotes for those. You can do a standard gamepad. Uh, but as far as like the, the Wii games, uh, I think you're going to have better luck than I did, Roots. Oh, bummer that they haven't updated that for four years, huh? Yeah, man, because I mean, there's some really good stuff on on the way that would really work in vr um, yeah well just i mean if you're looking at this rom this nes rom and look how good this looks for uh um for it's such a small game man i just think that this duck hunt looks so much better than i would have thought it would have looked and i didn't even yeah. think to check it out so yeah it makes me look forward to checking out all, all of these other emulators i mean there's a there's a sega one that's actually a legit you know product uh where you don't have to bring your own roms it just plays the game and then there's the uh new retro arcade that one looks you know outstanding and then like we said dolphin if we can get that thing tweaked and working right i mean metroid prime dude metroid prime vr and that that would work like a legitimate vr game because it's first person uh so you can only imagine what that's going to look like wow yeah excited Anyway, uh, so we, we decided to start with an emulator. Uh, we should probably go mod next, right? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Not only because it's just we've been talking about the emulator already, but um, there's some people in the Discord that would freak out if we don't start talking about mods soon. They really want to see you in Alien Isolation. And I want to go into some of these um, Half-Life experiences that PD's been talking about. Uh, so... Yeah, man, uh, the, the, it's adding up quickly, isn't it? The collection of uh, uh, of playable content in the Half-Life modding community. Yeah, it's adding up pretty quick, and um, I'm just excited to see something really unique come out of it. I think we're right on the cusp of, of something phenomenal, but uh, um, only time will tell. Yeah, Delirium Drew says, We is an underrated, is underrated by hardcore gamers and that's before you mod it and it plays most everything from the 80s and 90s uh before playstation one and saturn and the entire gamecube library you are 100 correct drew and i do have a wii and it is jailbroken 
uh, I used that uh, letter bomb hack way back when to bust it open. So you could only imagine if I get this dolphin emulator running, uh, what kind of a good time I'm about to have. Look how good this Zelda looks. You said you yeah, played it for is, like an hour. Yeah, at least an hour, probably a little bit longer. You know, my problem was, Wes, when I went in there, I couldn't find my sword. I didn't know where to go. It just started me out, and I was roaming, and there was, like, monsters uh, killing me and you, stuff. I, I could play this game in my sleep, dude. Like, I could I, I could close my eyes and go to the sword. You know what I mean? It's been so long since I played it. I just remember I'm spending a, I'm so a, many hours. I might do a stream. I might do a stream of this one. Not, because I, I'm so good at playing this game, I don't even have to think about it. I could yeah. just play and talk yeah. to people. People would like it, right? Yeah, that's a good idea. Steve XM. Steve XM says, anyone try Breath of the Wild in VR? Uh, Steve, last week uh, I did the rewiring uh, hack where you can uh, hook up your PlayStation VR into your Switch and play it in VR that way. I tried that, and it was cool. It was way better than the Labo version. Like, like it's not even close. It was so much better. But uh, I have not tried uh, the CMU emulator version where it actually puts you first person in Link's shoes and has a proper VR game. Uh, that is coming. I am going to try that out because uh, I think it looks awesome. And uh, I want to play through Breath of the Wild in VR. Yeah, I don't know if I've played through all of it. I know I got every single Zelda that came out. My son's played through them all. I know that. Yeah, there's a way that you can, uh, since they added in the Labo VR support to it on Switch, you can uh, pull your uh, headset cable out of the breakout box and plug it into your Switch dock and then put the game into VR mode, dock it in the dock so that it tries to shoot it out to the TV, but instead of shooting it to the TV, it shoots it into your headset. So it's still a windowed, you know, game like it would be uh, on the TV, but it's 3D. So it's like full, th full on 3D uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, which is cool until you start moving your head and it moves with you. Mm. And that makes you feel really weird. So you can only do it for, uh, you know, small sessions, you know, 30 minutes at a time or whatever. But it's still uh, my preferred way to play it. Uh, but uh, there's a full on. Um, there's a full on VR hack mod for it. Uh, if you can get the, uh, the game image onto your PC, uh, the Wii U version, not the switch version, but, uh, there's an emulator called CMU and you can, um, you can modify it by adding in some 3d shaders and things. And, uh, and it makes it pretty close to a proper VR game, puts it in first person, uh, the whole nine. Wow. Yeah, we're right on the cusp of all these games, right? Yeah, the three Dolph Curse Science says 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, that's the cool thing. These games never die, man. As the technology goes on, uh, the the awesome people in the, the hacking and modding community, uh, they never leave our old favorites behind. They always bring them along and find new ways to make them fresh again. Yeah, this is pretty cool. This Mega Man looks pretty sweet. Yeah, dude, it, it really, I think it was the best 3D I saw of any of them, which there's a lot of them I didn't try. But uh, some of these levels in Mega Man with the moving parts and stuff, uh, all that stuff pops out right in your face. And it, it's really, uh, 
impressive. Yeah, looks really good. Um, anyway, I was going somewhere with this before I got sidetracked on Breath of the Wild. Oh, so we're going to do mods next, guys. Uh, we need to know from you, what would you like us to start with? What's the first mod? I mean, we've got Skyrim. That's the big one, right? Skyrim. Uh, there's uh, Alien Isolation, like Roots said. Uh, there's all sorts of different mods in VR. The different ways uh, that you can take flat games. I mean, there's Vorpex. We could probably do freaking 30 hours on just Vorpex, right? Yeah. I'd love, what I'm curious about is, um, not that I want to play it, but uh, Blade and Sorceries. Everybody mods the hell out of that game. They love it. For some reason, people love that game. I don't get it, but I don't know. You know which, you know which one I want to do first? If I get my way, if Weasel has his way, do you know where I start? Hmm. GTA 5. Oh, yeah. I want to play that. I've got it ready and modded. I just had some uh, issues because the Rockstar uh, client doesn't recognize my DualShock 4 controller. But um, I found a way to emulate Xbox controller with it. Hmm. So uh, game on. You know, we can play now. Uh, I'm just waiting for the uh, right time to cover it. So uh, you guys let us know in the comments down below what mod would you like to see us cover next, and uh, we'll dive right in on it. This looks so good, this Metroid. I picked GTA Five for you because it's such a good story, and I'm surprised you haven't tried it yet. So Scion, of course, said uh, I, Alien Isolation, and Spryga says, it's your show, do GTA Five if you want. Yeah, man. Uh, we're going to get to all of them. That's the cool thing about it. Yeah. Uh, do side place games count? They do for me. Roots doesn't have uh, a quest slave lays, but I do. And I and I have, uh, it's fully, you know, ready for side loading. I, I have side quests set up. So yeah, Quake, Quake 2, Half-Life, all that stuff is there. But just keep this in mind. I don't have any kind of sentimental attachment to those games. I've never played Quake. I've never played the original Half-Life games. If you want to pick any of those games like that, uh, that I'm really going to be impressed by because I have history with, it's uh, it's got to be Doom, right? They just put a a fully modded uh, version of Doom on SideQuest, and that thing looks pretty freaking cool. So, uh, yeah, SideQuest games count. But just for me, uh, Roots will have, to, will have to pick something else for him. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely let us know what you would like to see us cover, and we'll uh, we'll start making our way through that list. And uh, like I said, I can't wait for you to get into GTA Five. I don't think people give the story or the gameplay enough credit. Um, it's just really fun to play, especially in yeah, VR. man. That that's almost like an officially supported piece of software. The the mod has gotten so good with it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've been in. I need I need to go back into it myself and um and see what uh see i'm sure they had to have been working on it this whole time right and and you know what i'm hopeful for i'm hopeful that uh that we are going to get uh, uh an officially supported gta 5 vr and the reason why and i'm not i'm not going to get into it this is a topic for uh wednesday on, on the big show but i i think that sony's being intentionally quiet about playstation vr uh, because I think that when they announce what they're doing with it, they want it to be its own thing. That you know, I, I don't think that they wanted to take away from their big PS5 reveal. 
uh, I think that when we start hearing about PSVR, that they're going to have some cool stuff to announce. And with that said, um, Grand Theft Auto Online, free for everyone who owns a PlayStation 5. Uh, it's coming pre-installed, expanded, and enhanced. Oh, wow. Uh, so I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to see, uh, one, a new VR headset, even if it isn't the proper PSVR 2, more like a PSVR Pro, uh, only for PlayStation 5. And on top of that, I uh, see a lot more um, support from mainstream games like Grand Theft Auto. And if it's going to be something that you that comes preloaded on a PlayStation 5, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to see uh, PSVR support as well. Man, that'd be cool, man. That's one of the best parts of GTA 5 is the online stuff. Um, obviously, you can't play that in the in the VR, but uh, as they do read it as a, a hack right now. So, but um, I wouldn't recommend going out trying to go online with it. They'll get banned. So. Oh, Will is in the house. What's up, buddy? That guy is Will VR. Been a while since we've seen him. Hey, congrats on all the success that your channel's having, man. You you deserve it. You make great content. For sure. Uh, that that trailer was ugly. The GTA one. <laughs> yeah, it was ugly for us too because we got a uh, a copyright warning for using it on our show. Stupid. Yeah, I, I've, I'm getting tired of it, Roots. We try to help these people promote their stuff, and they just want to hold us down like we're trying to steal on them or something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Slave Blaze says, I do know that the new Astrobot is preloaded on PS5. That's true. Uh, Astro's Playroom is basically just the new version of the Playroom. You know, uh, PlayStation 4 came preloaded with a, an app called the Playroom, which was designed uh, around the... Um, to, to show off the new features of the PlayStation 4. So I imagine Astro's Playroom, preluded on PlayStation 5, is going to show off uh, the new features of the PlayStation 5. So you're going to be able to see the... Um, uh, it's going to take advantage of all the stuff on the DualSense controller. It's going to show off the Tempest 3D audio engine a little bit. Uh, it's going to be designed around that. And if it's anything like the original Playroom, there was an original Playroom, and then there was the Playroom VR. So I imagine that there's going to be Astro's Playroom, and then there's going to be Astro's Playroom VR, if uh, if if it's anything like the uh, previous iteration. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. So, yep. I'm psyched. Uh, I, I'm I am too, and uh, it's hard for me not to go full steam ahead into, well, my thoughts after the PS5 reveal. But again, that is a topic for Virtual Strangers 62. And Virtual Strangers 62 is coming uh, the day after tomorrow on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to go prime time because some of us do have to work and we, we totally understand that. So it's going to be on right around the same time of day that the Monday show's on. Uh, only we're going to be covering uh, all the news from the last week in VR. We're going to be covering uh, and giving our reactions to the Upload Showcase, which is tomorrow. And uh, we're going to be giving our uh, opinions on the PS5 reveal, which was last week. Uh, so an epic, epic episode coming up. Uh, you know, we, we might go three hours, Roots. <laughs> yeah, the Sunday show on Wednesday is what, you know. 
Yeah, absolutely. I wish I didn't have to work like every week and we would just move it to Wednesday, but, uh, you know, we have responsibilities. Yeah, making money is kind of important. Little yeah, Will says it's exciting times for, for uh, gaming and especially VR. Buddy, that is an understatement. It, it's an uh, extremely exciting time for all of video games right now. And, uh, man, I can only imagine uh, the uh, stuff that's going to come out in the next two or three months as we move toward the holiday season. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. All right, uh, so I think that's going to wrap up the Monday show this week. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments down below. And, uh, of course, again, uh, scroll down to the description. There you will find the invitation to our Discord uh, server. And that is, uh, that's where you can join the nonstop VR conversation. Uh, Roots, the... Uh, the shows are just a formality anymore, right? The real uh, heartbeat of our community is there on the Discord, isn't it? Yeah, it's where the heartbeat of America is. And Discord, where the Looking for Group is. It's where uh, all the grip games. We've been playing a lot of contractors lately, getting ready to go into Pavlov. Um, pretty much anything that's uh, multiplayer, everybody's looking to play these days. So, Drillo says, let's take over six blocks of Seattle and call it VR land. You know, we could probably get away with that. I think we could take the ones that are in there right now with, uh, without even using weapons. I think we could just uh, pimp slap a few of them. And they I don't would know, that rapper, off. the rapper, the, the, the guy that's in charge, he looks like he's uh, <laughs> he ain't messing around. Let me, let me, I will say this, though, Jarillo, if you, uh, if you go pick up Crisis Brigade 2, um, you can shoot the cops, so... Yeah, yeah, you can feel like you're one of um, one of the people, one of the protesters. Drew says, "Oh my God, did you guys talk about squadrons being in VR yet?" Nope, that's another one for uh, for the new show, man. That's not what we do on the Monday show. The Monday shows for what we've been playing. Uh, the Virtual Strangers show is the uh, the uh, the where we cover the news. We, we so, did, uh, yeah, we did touch on it a little bit, but yeah, we're gonna go into more detail. Yeah, a little bit. So, yeah, that'll be another one for uh, Virtual Strangers 62 on Wednesday. Uh, VR Spry Guy says it's hard to lead a rebellion when you're a snowflake. Uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, anyway, before we get banned, I, I think we should wrap it up here. Uh, big thanks to everyone in the chat for showing up. Uh, big, big thanks for Gora Shop and uh, Sumo Lab for giving us access to Renlo and uh Crisis VR Brigade 2. Really appreciate that. Uh, and thanks to our Patreon supporters and all of our subscribers for supporting our community and helping it to grow. Uh, you guys are the absolute best. Yeah, absolutely. Oops, I keep clicking the my mom up there. Got all sorts <laughs> of weird stuff going on here, Wes. Okay, there we go. Uh, you know who's into the weird stuff, Roots? <laughs> my mom! Oh, okay. With that, we'll call it a show. Uh, thanks again for watching, guys. We'll see you all on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Thanks. Take